Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com. That's where you go for your dream address without the stress. The official real estate agent of the Titans is the Ashton team. Of course, you know Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They will hook you up commercially or residentially. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, the best car buying uh, experience around. The best car dealership around is Two Rivers Ford. They're in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com if you want to start your window shopping today. Of course, you know that the place that you can start making money on any of your sports wagering adventures is in the DraftKings Sportsbook app using the promo code A to Z Sports. They got a lot of great offers that I will tell you about later using the promo code A to Z Sports. So there's been a ton of stuff happening in local Titans news this week, but we have to start. Hell, there's been a lot of stuff happening in local Titans news today. With all of this stuff that has gone down, Derrick Henry's imminent return has felt like the biggest lingering headline. Every time you check your transactions, every time we put out transactions, every time Titans PR sends us transactions to distribute to you guys, everybody's looking for when Derrick Henry is going to return. Well, today, Diana Rossini put out a tweet saying that Derrick Henry is expected to be at practice on the practice field tomorrow. That would indicate that Derrick Henry is getting ready to be designated to return from injured reserve, not activated tomorrow, but designated to return, which of course opens up a three-week window for them to get him back up to speed, basically, before they have to use an active roster spot on him. So that's fantastic news. And with the playoffs looming and potentially the top overall seed hanging in the balance with a win and end to the one seed situation this weekend, I'm curious to know how many of you want to get Derrick Henry out there right away. And I guess that's where we should start. We should start with your Two Rivers Ford take on this Tuesday evening. Would you play Derrick Henry against the Texans this week? That is the question that we're posing to you. We can talk about how many snaps you would play him. If you don't want to say start him a whole game, we can talk about whether you would just rather sit him, let him rest through the bye, use these weeks to keep him basically on injured reserve, but allow him to continue to practice. And if things look great after those couple of weeks, then yeah, get him out there full steam ahead and run head first. And uh, whoever is going to come out of the wild card round, because the Titans will be sitting pretty. The question is this, would you play Derrick Henry against the Texans on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch? Give us your answer. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford has so many great vehicles that are going to be unlike anything that you've ever seen, that are unlike anything that you've ever seen. Whether it's the new reimagined 2021 Ford Bronco or the soon-to-arrive 2022 electric F-150 Lightning. Two Rivers Ford has so many cool vehicles, so many quality American-made Ford vehicles, that you can check out, and you have the benefit of working with the best non-commissioned sales team in 
car retail. Two Rivers Ford is the best, and they pride themselves on the customer experience and customer satisfaction. So when you go to Two Rivers Ford, you know that their sales staff is going to make a paycheck, whether they sell you a car or not. In fact, I've just started looking for my new car and my uh, and my um, non-commissioned salesperson who I've been working with has been texting with me on a regular basis. Jonathan Wittelek, I believe is how I pronounce Jonathan's last name. We've been working through this process, starting the initial phases of getting me my next vehicle. And I appreciate the fact that Jonathan is working with me throughout all hours of the day and night. Two Rivers Ford is the best in the business. They are in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So what's the latest with Derrick Henry? Well, Rap Sheet was on NFL Network today talking about it and seems like that is right around the corner. Meanwhile, for the Tennessee Titans, nothing but good news. Derrick Henry could practice this week. From what I understand, Wednesday is the target date you very well see. Could see the potential MVP, one of the best running backs in football, out on the field after missing two months with a broken foot. They expect him to be able to contribute mightily for the playoffs. So Diana Rossini putting the report out today saying that Derrick Henry is expected to return to the practice field tomorrow. Obviously huge news. So with that being said, if he is, you know, if he makes it through these three days of practice, would you get him out there on Sunday? Or would you slow play it with Derrick Henry right now? Um, let's see. Does, uh, does, we'll talk about, uh, Chris Johnson's asking me about Bud Dupree. We'll talk about Bud Dupree later. Don't worry about Bud Dupree right now. Uh, Orlando Jones just says, eat shit, Schefter. <laughs> Listen, um, Adam Schefter, Adam Schefter is going to catch a lot of heat for this, right? And he was very definitive in October, uh, I guess on the first day of November, November 1st, because Derrick Henry, that was when we all discovered that Derrick, well, I, we knew that something was wrong with Derrick Henry that Sunday night. Um, but I did not know that it was a broken bone in his foot until Schefter had that news the next day. So with all that said, Schefter is going to catch a lot of grief for this because Schefter was really the only one out there saying he's done for the year. And clearly that's not going to be the case. Mike Vrabel's been asked about this uh, pretty regularly. Um, Stephen Crozier says time for ESPN to say goodbye to Adam Schefter. No, Adam Schefter's not going anywhere. Schefter's still the best in the business, even if he... Didn't get this one necessarily right. But I think that at this point, I think that at this point, Derrick Henry, I think that if he's cleared medically this week, and there's no telling whether he'll be cleared medically this week right now, they have to get three, they have three days to get a good look at him before making that decision. I think with all of that being said, if he's medically cleared this week, I don't see what's wrong with getting him out there. I don't see what's wrong with that at all, right? I think that for Derrick Henry, and, you know, it doesn't have to be a full workload. You don't have to give Derrick Henry 29 carries if he's medically cleared to play. But if you can give him 10 snaps, 10 uh, 10 carries or something like that in the game against Houston, if you think it works to your advantage, they can do basically the same thing with Deontay Foreman. They've been hugely successful doing it with Deontay Foreman in the absence of Derrick Henry. So... If you want to do point-counterpoint, I would say, one, if he's medically clear, this isn't like a hamstring. If he reag- if something happens to the foot again, it's not because of a re-aggravation. A broken bone, if it's healed, then it's healed, right? We're not talking about 
ACL recovery. We're not talking about, you know, agitated hamstrings like Julio Jones. We're not talking about a back issue that can reoccur. Talking about broken bone, right? So if he's got the broken bone in his foot healed, why wouldn't you want to get a look at him in some live game action? Steven Rivas says Henry can be a great decoy as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, that does help in the passing game. And like I said, maybe you don't, Maybe you don't go crazy with the number of carries that you give him, or even if you want to put limit it to 10 snaps, not even 10 carries. Maybe you look at it that way. I don't think there's anything wrong with it necessarily, but we'll get your guys' opinion on it here in the comment section on the primetime show. Uh, there's no way in hell that I will play him, uh, says Deshaun Fasson or Faison. Forgive me, Faison, perhaps. Forgive me if I've mispronounced your name, Deshaun. There's no way in hell that I would play him in this week's game. We are not trying to get him hurt before the playoffs. And sure, there's always a possibility for injury. I just think to look at it like, oh, you have to bubble wrap Derrick Henry. No, since when, right? Since when has that stopped them from giving Derrick Henry 29, 28, 27 carries in a football game, right? Deshaun, like, since when are people worried about the fragility of Derrick? Now, I understand this is the first time that, I mean, it's not the first time that he suffered a significant injury in his career. I think he was a true freshman at Alabama when he broke his leg and was not able to uh, play that season when at the time when he was behind a lot of great running backs at Alabama. So he wasn't going to see the field anyway. I think that ultimately you want to get a good look at him. And I think that, you know, for people to treat Derrick Henry all of a sudden like he's super fragile, why would we why would we talk about Derrick Henry that way when Derrick Henry is notably not fragile? He's the Terminator, right? And just because he's had a little bit of a setback doesn't mean that that automatically goes away. You can't be scared to play him, right? Um, Dion says if he plays, they shouldn't put him in until late in the third quarter. Let Foreman and the other running backs beat up on the defense first, then let Harry Henry come in and finish them off. That's an interesting strategy. I don't hate that. Wesley Williams says, let's run him. Let whoever we play in the playoffs know the King has returned. Well, listen, everybody's going to know that Derrick Henry is going to be available as soon as Derrick Henry is available. Game changes very quickly for everybody involved um, if Derrick Henry is available. But what I would say to you is this. What I would say to you, um, and listen, all of you all of you yelling at, uh, yelling at me about uh, Bud Dupree, clearly Bud Dupree, Listen to me. All right. Bud Dupree's on the graphic. All right. We're going to talk about Bud Dupree. Is the bigger story tonight not Derrick Henry? Would you not have I? And maybe, like, I don't want to, I don't want to be dismissive about this, but do you think that I've screwed up my rundown? Did you think that I should have led with Bud Dupree as opposed to Derrick Henry? I would probably disagree. Uh, I think that Derrick Henry is the bigger news, and I'll explain why it's the bigger news if that's not clear and obvious to everybody. But enough with the Bud Dupree stuff. We'll talk about Bud Dupree. When I get to Bud Dupree, it's clearly on the rundown. Everybody chill the hell out. Or at least those of you who were continually chirping about it. Or talk amongst yourselves. Do as you like. I'm just here to facilitate it. Um, Derrick Henry, I'll tell you why exactly I believe that they should play him. But that I don't know that they will. Right after I tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. We will continue the discussion about the king of running backs after I tell you about the king 
of HVAC, King and Queen. Mr. Uh, Chris Hamby and Miss Sherry Hamby, family-owned business, Brian Mac Mechanical, named for Bryant and McKenzie, their children, family-owned business in Middle Tennessee, main location, main location in Clarksville, but three uh, locations in Tennessee and in Kentucky, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. So, um, with the Derrick Henry situation, if they if they feel he goes through three days healthy, and they medically clear him, play him. That's my position on it. I am pro playing Derrick Henry in the regular season if he's available to play. If they don't think that he's completely, totally uh, ready to go, that's fine. I don't need to see him right away. In fact, that's great news because if they are able to win their game, they will have a first-round bye at their disposal to basically get back into the swing of things. And they can find different ways to get him up to speed. Obviously, there's no way to replicate live game reps. There is nothing like that in the NFL, at least in the current under the current CBA, because of the practice restrictions and the contact restrictions and the padded practice restrictions. On and on it goes. What I'll say to you about this is that, um, you know, I don't necessarily know that he'll be like outright rusty, but I think it's okay for him to kind of get back just just to kind of feel it again, right? For that moment to not come in the playoffs, I don't think that that's going to be any kind of overwhelming for Derek. I just think that you're putting him in a more difficult position if you don't give him the opportunity Gotta get his feet wet a little bit. Now, I think that to do so would be would be beneficial. I really do. I think that he's more than capable of handling uh, pressure and handling expectations. I just think if you let it build up if they get the first round by, for example, now there's no guarantee that they'll do that because Cincinnati and Kansas City are technically still in play for that. And Titans need to handle business in order to maintain that position. But from my standpoint, you know, Derrick Henry, there are going to be crazy expectations for him, right? You guys are going to expect a 60-yard touchdown run as soon as he hits the field. And maybe that's fair, maybe that's not, right? Derrick is an incredible, he's a superhuman. But... I think it's okay to kind of let him get his let him let him get his feet wet a little bit if you want to call it knock off the rust whatever get get him some snaps just get him some snaps if he can give you some snaps and if not not the end of the world because you have time to continue to recuperate him and you can rely on Derrick Henry when it t- comes time to rely on Derrick Henry we all know that to be so and can you imagine can you imagine since this game would be on the road. If Derrick Henry was not able to play for whatever reason until the postseason and that Derrick Henry made his return to the Titans roster at Nissan Stadium, can you imagine what an environment that would be? I think for all the reasons why Pittsburgh and Ben Roethlisberger's potentially final home game felt so cool last night is because it was done in front of a home crowd. I'm I'm low-key rooting for them not to play Derrick Henry in week 18, so that they can have the moment in front of all of us, all of you who will be in attendance at a home playoff game, whether it's in whether it's after a first round bye or not, because they will host at least one home playoff game as a divisional winner. I think that it would be really, really cool to see that happen in front of a home field. Uh, Chris Johnson said, Buck, have you met Derrick Henry? Yes, I, I work with Derrick Henry quite re- regularly. Um, well, I guess less regularly, right? Because he's been he's been away from us since 
October. But yeah, no, Derrick Henry, we meet with Derrick Henry once a week. He comes to the podium, speaks with us. We talk to him after every, uh, after every game. Uh, you know, I've worked with, I've, I think, let me see. My first year covering the Titans, my first year in Nashville was Marcus Mariota's rookie year. So my first year covering the team as a reporter would have been Derrick Henry's rookie year. So yeah, I've covered Derrick's entire career and and have known him for quite some time. Like, I'm not saying like we're besties or anything like that. Like, no, we have a, a professional working relationship. Um, you know, and I don't, I, I don't know how Derek would, I don't know how Derek would, I don't, I don't know how Derek feels about me. All I know is that he's always very easy to work with when, uh, when I have the opportunity to talk with him and I appreciate how much better he's gotten at being maybe not outright comfortable talking to the media, but he seems to understand the importance of it because he's not talking to us, really. He's talking to us as a way to get to fans. So I think that Derek Derek has come a long way as far as that's concerned. And he's never been difficult to work with. He's just, you know, he's he's not necessarily a vocal guy, which you love about him. He just puts his head down, he goes to work, and he bangs out 200-plus-yard, yard, 200 four-touchdown performances and stiff arms Jacksonville Jaguars into the ground. Like, this is... Who Derrick Henry is. Um, Two-Tone Malone says, you have a great job. It's true. I have the best job. I, I tell you that, that every day of the week and uh, every day uh, and twice on Sunday or however the stupid phrase goes. I have the best job in the world. You won't tell me otherwise. With all that being said, um, I uh, <laughs> Brad Lifford says, you will be faking on the radio. No way you miss tomorrow's practice. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point, Brad. I, uh, let me, let me look at what time, in fact, let's do this in real time. Let me look at what time practice is tomorrow. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, whether I'm going to have to record something to go to practice. Hmm. So practice is at one o'clock. So I would have in theory, plenty of time to make it to practice. Now I know that they have restricted the amount of media that can attend practice on uh, now that we have additional protocols, I'm going to text Teresa Walker right now as we sit here to make sure that I can go to practice based on the numbers. Can I come to practice tomorrow, T? <laughs> is what I'm going to ask her because she is uh, she is the president of our Pro Football Writers uh, organization. The, the Nashville branch of the Pro Football Writers organization is Teresa Walker. So Teresa, make sure that the numbers are right so that um, so that, uh, the problems, so that media doesn't pose problems. We'll see what Teresa says, because if practice is at one, I can sneak out a radio a little bit early, but you would never know the difference because we're pros at this by now. Amy Vining says, uh, does Rabel talk tomorrow? Just ask him. He loves those questions. Yes. I, well, Mike talks at 1215. I am, uh, I am not going to be, I am not going to be able to make Mike's press conference without, you know, recording a whole hour of radio and I don't want to do that a lot radio is better live and if something happens and Derek doesn't you know something happens where Derek doesn't end up being activated or something like that then you know it will be a day. then I wouldn't necessarily have to go to practice so we'll see what Teresa Walker says back uh Deborah Hare or Puka says Teresa should say no and then say yes <laughs> uh Steve Steve Revis is asking me for final score in Titans Houston games I don't do score predictions Steve I think they're dumb um, it's a waste of time. You don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. And that is the, uh, that is indeed the case for, um, for score predictions. All right. Let's going <laughs> to, Buck, 
Buck's going to pre-record the whole show and be at practice before the players, says Xavier Clemens. Well, listen, I don't have to in this case. I think that I can, uh, I think I can sneak out there quite easily. Let's move on and let's talk about Bud Dupree. Now, the headline on the graphic says Bad Bud. And I listen, I claim full responsibility. I don't think what Bud Dupree did was bad, right? I've seen the full video in its entire context. We're going to show you the video of Bud Dupree. You make your own, uh, you can make your own decision as a result. That's all well and good. Um, you know, it just happened. Bad Bud sounded good alliteration wise. So I would, uh, so, you know, regrettably, that's what I chose to go with. And I already stated that on the front end. Regardless, you know, Bud was painted as bad in the initial reporting by uh, an outlet called Scoop Nash- Nashville. Now, I'm not familiar with Scoop Nashville. And to their credit, that they did have the kind of, they had the the framework of this story first. But at first, it was positioned as Bud Dupree had done something wrong had instigated potentially an act of assault um, against a couple of Walgreens workers. And in fact, that's the Walgreens right by my house um, in downtown Nashville. So with all that said, I'm, I saw the Scoop Nashville thing. I had a couple of you guys send it to me. And I'm also like, you know, if there are charges that result from this, because, you know, I did my due diligence. We talked about this. Um, you know, you look up the police reports and things of that nature, and, and there wasn't anything with Bud's name on it specifically. So I looked at that and, uh, I looked at that and said, uh, if, if they put his name on it or if charges come down, then we'll have a conversation about it right now. I don't feel comfortable like giving a story like that oxygen. Now to, to the Nashville scoops credit, they, uh, they did have the framework of that first, but the way that they positioned it as, as it being Bud Dupree's issue Bud Dupree's instance of assault um I did not I did not think that was the right way to handle the story so when it was confirmed today that he got a citation for this incident that took place after Sunday's game um I you know I felt I felt vindicated in my decision to not give that original story more oxygen because it feels like it feels like that was done in ways that were ethically questionable. And again, I don't know the Scoop Nashville outlet. Um, good on them for getting the initial story. I just wish they would have been a little more careful with it um, in the way that they had handled it. Because you don't want to paint, you know, you don't want to paint somebody as guilty unnecessarily as it seemed that they did a little bit, uh, a little bit to Bud Dupree. So we'll talk about it together. The question that I'm going to ask you guys is this. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, what was your first reaction to the Bud Dupree video? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together. Of course, we'll show you the Bud Dupree video momentarily right after we tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans, the Nashville Predators, and a to C sports prime time is GaryAshton.com. The Ashton team is incredible. And in fact, the Ashton team is hiring. So if you want a real estate career in 2022, the Ashton team is looking for you. You can find out more at GaryAshton.com. And if you are not just looking for a career in real estate, but you know that you want to buy a home or sell your home for more, trust the Gary Ashton team with the Ashton real estate group of Remax advantage at GaryAshton.com. So, 
at this point, what did what was your first reaction to the Bud Dupree video? And uh, I want to read some of these before we play the video. If you haven't seen, it. I imagine most of you have seen it at this point. But uh, I think that there is a there is an interesting element of this. Uh, hey, let's see. Derek's got two bionic arms. Now they've given him a bionic foot, says Mixed Whisper 5. Yeah, we'll spend some time on that later on. Uh, do you think Vrabel and PK will hug when we win the Super Bowl, says Paulie D? No, I don't think. <laughs> I, think the, I think that the last thing, I think that the last person that Mike Vrabel would want to hug is Paul Kaharski, and I love Paul. Um, I don't, I love Paul. I don't think Mike likes Paul <laughs> very much. Well, I, I think there might have been a time when Mike liked Paul, but I think he's very much over Paul at this stage. He's probably, you know, on any given day, he's over me. He's over Teresa. He's over, you know, Rex Road. It doesn't really matter. Like, Mike doesn't – it's very much like a day-in, day-out basis. So, he may it, – it's not something that always carries over. And, honestly, Paul, the way Paul pisses Mike off, a lot of times it gets good answers out of him, like it did on Sunday night after the, uh, after the Titans won a game. But, yeah, Paul – you know, Paul's not a Titans fan. So if Paul if Paul celebrates the Titans winning the Super Bowl, then that it just, you know, it confirms what I've long believed, which is Paul is uh Paul is an emotional uh an emotional question asker because the way that he asks questions at press conferences remind me of the way that you guys scream at me in my Twitter mentions, which would indicate to me that Paul Kaharski's a Titans fan. No, I'm kidding. He's, that would uh no Chiefs Chief does a good job. But uh I think I think that Mike Vrabel would not want to hug Kaharski if the uh, if the situation arose. Andrew Reed says, "Can we put PK on season-ending IR?" No, you cannot put PK on season-ending IR. Um, but let's talk about this Bud Dupree situation. What was your first reaction? Shall we talk about it together on the primetime show? Karen O'Keefe says Bud was the peacemaker, trying to break it up. Is what I saw. Um, we like good bud over here, Bucks, says Xavier Clemens. Well, that's good. Uh, good bud is uh, good for everybody, depending, you know, good bud versus bad bud on your graphic. You don't want, you don't, you don't want any mid bud. You don't want any, any of that. You only want the good bud. And the good bud is the good bud on the football field. I don't know what you're talking about, Xavier. Get your stuff together. Um, a citation sounds like a ticket that he will pay a fine and he broke up the fight. Ridiculous that he has to do that. Well, here's what I'll say. Uh, here's what I'll say today. We'll play the video for you. You can make your own decision if you so choose, and we will talk about it together because perhaps some of you have not seen the video. What was your reaction to the Bud Dupree video? We're going to show you two angles, all right? The one that Broadway Sports had, which appeared to be from the cell phone of one of the Walgreens employees, and then the security footage, which does show Bud being a little more involved and I think gives a fuller picture of the story. Thank you. 
Mom, this is Bud Dupree. <laughs> All right, so that's the uh, that's both angles of the Bud Dupree video. The one uh, the one uh, is from TMZ, which is the, it looks like somebody is recording on their phone grainy video footage, and you see the we see Bud Dupree, who's in the it looks like a white tracksuit um in in there now it looks in that one like bud is the initial aggressor where in the second video it's only a partial video and it shows bud trying to clear people out of there after the altercation has started so he's only been issued a citation it's a misdemeanor assault that uh misdemeanor assault with uh with for fear of injury so not injury but the victims in this case the two Walgreens employees felt like they might sustain injury based on the way that Bud Dupree was acting so it's it's going to be a small fine he's not going to miss any he's not going to miss any time at this point this is a situation for the Tennessee Titans where it's going to be a slap on the wrist and this is really not something to make too big of a deal out of it listen he's got his the people around him have to be smarter they cannot put Bud Dupree in that position. Um, Bud also has to be aware of his situation. And frankly, I think he, you know, I know it's hard because those are probably your people. I don't know if those are friends. I don't know if it's family. But I think that I think that Bud has to also understand that if you get put in that situation, the worst thing that you can do is draw more attention to yourself. I think you simply just have to walk away. And maybe that's, you know, maybe that's, disloyal. I don't know how people in that situation would feel about it. I'm just saying that if Bud was in that situation, he needs to physically remove himself from that situation. It's just not the right thing to do for his own sake. Um, James Henderson says, I can't tell from this shit video. Yeah, the video's tough, but again, let's, let's watch, let's watch the first angle again from TMZ, which is the full version of the video of Bud Dupree and notice the guy in the white tracksuit. That is Bud in this instance. And then you'll see the second angle of him where it's a lot more clear because it's a cell phone video. Mom, this is Bud Dupree. Get the out of here. Come on, come on. Take the ball. 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 Take the
So that is the Bud Dupree video. Again, the sec- sec- the first angle looks a little more damning than the second angle, but again, based on how Metro Nashville has decided that it is only worthy of a citation, not a, not a misdemeanor citation at that. This is not any kind of a felony. This is not true assault in its uh, in its most you know in its most uh, how you most associate it with. Right? This is just something that's a legal slap on a wrist, a fine, and perhaps a court appearance. But it doesn't seem like Bud Dupree himself is actually going to have to appear. In court, for example, Rashad Weaver still has not appeared in court for his incident pre-draft that uh, was swirling around him at the start of the season. Will his effect this affect his status in the playoffs? No, uh, the NFL is not going to do anything of significance to keep him out of the games at this point. So that's uh, that's the Bud Dupree situation. It says bad Bud on the graphic. I don't think what Bud did was overwhelmingly bad. Again, I think the worst thing that he did was not walk out of the building. I think he should have just left um, and kept it moving. But, you know, that's just me. Let's wrap things up with a gone viral video and talk about it here on the Primetime Show. There, There's a video that I saw released, I think it was this morning, that just made me, it made me laugh out loud with how embarrassingly bad it was. So the question that I want to ask you is this. Is there a worse franchise in pro sports than the Washington football team. Is there a worse franchise run in pro sports than the Washington football team? Because I am convinced that there is no worse franchise in all of professional sports. I will expand on that opinion momentarily, right after I tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook and the great offer that they have for you. You can get in on all the action in this exciting time on the football calendar. If you're new to DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet just $5 on any football team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. So let's wind down the season with a big win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on football with same-game parlays, which allow you to combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code A2ZSports. Bet just $5 on any football team, college or pro, and win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. That's code A2ZSports this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee to bet. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-97. Eight nine. Is there a worse run organization than the Washington Football Team? Seeing a lot of uh, a lot of uh, responses for the Lions. I don't think so. The Lions are just bad. Texans and Jags getting some nominees as well. Texans and Jags are poorly run organizations, but nothing like the Washington Football Team. I, I maybe you could talk about the Knicks because James Dolan is an unholy, just wretched. Uh, uh, owner in the NBA, although he's pretty good in the NHL, which is kind of confusing to me. I don't understand how that happens because I believe he's also the owner of the Rangers, if memory serves. Thomas Gard says, you mean the two separate incidents of poop water pouring into the stadium or the Hertz thing? Well, Thomas, I mean both. And then to couple that, so if you're not familiar, there was a moment in, I believe it's called 
JFK or RFK Stadium where raw sewage starts to dump a, a pipe burst. Raw sewage is dumping uh, down onto people who are in the stands to attend a Washington football team game. And then this most recent Sunday, there are Eagles fans who are waiting at the tunnel for Jalen Hurts to walk in after he's just beaten the Washington football team. They're leaning over the edge of the stands. The stands break because clearly things there are in disrepair. They almost, there's like five or six fans that almost fall, including the rail on top of Jalen Hurts, the starting quarterback in the NFL. Thank God none of the fans were injured. Thank God Jalen Hurts wasn't injured. But then it creates this security nightmare because fans are now flooding into the Eagles tunnel and you've got to keep the players safe. So uh, all of that is horrendous. On top of everything that Daniel Snyder has done as just a horrific kind of owner, it appears that he has spent many, many years creating a toxic workplace at the Washington football team. And there have been many allegations of sexual assault throughout the course of the past couple of years. And the league hasn't really done much at all to deter that. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we all remember that uh, Roger Goodell works for the owners and that Daniel Snyder, no matter how bad Daniel Snyder is, is Goodell's boss. So with all that being said, is there a worse run pro sports franchise in any sport than the Washington football team? And I would tell you, no, not just because of the bad things that they do, but because of the terrible ways that they try to distract people from all of the bad things that they do like coming out with a new name announcement date like they did today. Oh, oh, oh boy. Whew. Now, this is looking good. I think these uniforms are off the chain. I, I would love to put 17 on one of these uniforms and run out. <laughs> Our journey to a new identity is a marathon, not a sprint. To get it right, we had to take every step of the process seriously. And the destination is a sum of all those parts. Before we dive into what's coming next, and trust me, it's time to get excited. Let's recap our journey today. Washington is going to go with an interim name. We are on the brink of starting a new chapter. But our history, our legacy, cannot be lost along the way. Now, more than ever, it's important that we stay connected to our roots. And nobody understands that more than Coach Joe Gibbs. I just think the heritage and the history of our team is what's so important. And as fans, I think we're going to rally around that team. Great job, man. I'd say probably what's most important about us naming the team, it's trying to bring everybody together. Whatever the name winds up being, we're going to support those players and the coaching staff. So that is the video that the Washington football team came out with today because they're going to make a big deal out of their name announcement. Ignore the fact that our stadium dumps raw sewage onto people who choose to pay money to come watch our terrible, terrible football team play. Ignore the fact that the stadium is literally falling apart, and if you lean too hard on any portion of the railing, you may cause yourself bodily harm and the athletes that you're trying to reach out to bodily harm. Ignore all of these things. Ignore all the terrible things that Daniel Snyder's done as an owner, and look, 
a bright, shiny new name with an announcement date scheduled for February. Look at that. Isn't that great? It's like after all of the sexual assault investigations were swirling around Daniel Snyder and they decided to honor Sean Taylor like the next weekend or something like that in a way that was just clearly and obviously trying to distract people from just how bad they actually are. I don't care what their name is going to be. I just care that they're a shitty organization. And when I say shitty, I mean in the literal sense of the world because they're dumping raw sewage on the people. It's in poor taste. All right, let's uh, let's wrap things up on that note. Always appreciate your guys' participation. Radio show tomorrow is going to be a lot of fun, so I hope to catch a lot of you there. Obviously, we're going to be talking about Derrick Henry all day long, and then I'm going to head out to practice, and I'll have all the Derrick Henry video, assuming that he does practice according to reports, and it seems like it's trending that way. Have all the Derrick uh, Henry video available to you on my social media and on the A to Z sports platform. Stephen King says, am I tired? Uh, yes, I am actually. I am actually very tired. It's been an unreasonably long day, not just chasing down uh, police reports of linebackers and their uh, and their entourage fighting Walgreens employees at 1.30 in the morning like I was doing, but the uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff going on today. I am I am truly tired, but the beautiful part of it is the show is over. I'm going to take an hour and then I'm going to get ready. I'm going to start putting stuff together for the radio show. I may watch a little college basketball. Regardless, know that we're going to have a great time. Thank you guys always for showing up when you do. Uh, we're going to have two more shows, two more primetime shows this week, three more radio shows. Diana Rossini, who broke the news on Derrick Henry, she's going to be on the radio show on Thursday. So if you're not listening to it live, we get fantastic guests um, of all different kinds. We had a great lot. We had Emily Proud right after she broke the Bud Dupree news. So make sure that you hang out with us from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. And if you can't catch the radio show live, I'm not mad at you. Just do it via your favorite podcast app. It's called The Buck Rising Show. Real easy. All right. I will see you guys tomorrow, either on radio or right here on A to Z Sports Primetime. Enjoy your night.